Ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. down this wall. All the band is out on the field. He's going to go into the end zone. And what you going to do with Hulkamania? Say no to drugs. Eat my shorts. Episode 25? Yeah. Oh, Longhorn, 25. That's pretty significant, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's more significant than the weather we're having outside since we're all snowed in, iced in here it's in Texas. the same temperature, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right about. Let's pop out two more episodes over the next two days and uh, catch up to the temperature <laughs> with episodes. Oh, my God. This sucks ass. Yeah, we're not used to uh, all this bullshit uh, that we're having on. You know what really kind of pisses me off, though, is like people from the north like oh. always make fun of us. Like, oh, you pussies you can pussies drive. drive on this shit. Like, look, dude, you get uh-huh. snow up there, like feet and feet of snow. You got mm-hmm. equipment to clear the shit off. We get fucking ice, goddamn sheets of ice. Can't drive on fucking ice. You can drive no, on you just, snow. You just turn the wheel a certain way. You drift around on the on the turns. and you, I mean, yeah. Paul Walker showed you how to do this in Tokyo Drift. <laughs> I mean, you should have it down by now. It's, it's real simple. You turn into the ice. You turn into it. I mean, you're literally just hoping that if you had to run to the store anyway, that nobody else <clears> is going <throat> really the same time that you are. That way you can just drive in the middle of the road. <laughs> And if you start to slide either way, you got plenty of fucking clearance. Oh, uh, the house I'm at currently, that's that's a weird way to say it. It's my house. But it's it, what if I pulled out of the drive? The, the it's not the gar- normal phrasing, no. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird phrasing. But if I pulled out <laughs> of my garage, my driveway is a 45-degree slope. If I even attempt to leave my house, I am going into the neighbor's yard, probably crashing into his living room and, and saying, hey, hola. Uh, amigo, you you got a beer for me? Tienes un cerveza for me? Sorry uh, about that whole you know slip and slide thing, but uh, yeah, I tried I'm here. Pull, I tried to pull back into my driveway because um, I actually went in to the office this morning just to make sure everything was okay, and then came home not too long they after that. They didn't need you. Nah, totally uh, did not. But I went to pull back into my back alley to my garage and yeah i burned about ten thousand miles worth of tread off my tires and finally said fuck it and then rocked it back to where i could at least go pull myself up the hill and then just park in front of the house because yeah that's that's where we're at yeah it's a mess it's a mess looks like it's gonna be this way all week i don't really anticipate going back to work until maybe thursday i don't know yeah um i mean tomorrow or tonight's gonna Flurry some more. Tomorrow morning's going to be really, really bad, and it's just going to continue to get worse throughout the day, and it's not going to get above freezing until 
Thursday afternoon. So, hmm. you know, fucking can you, sucks. Can you imagine if you were if this? Well, they do get weather like this up north, but it just in theory, let's say that the capital was yeah, they get in way worse weather. Right. Let's but let's let's play a game where the capital is stuck in Texas and and they get snowed into the Capitol. Can you imagine being stuck in a White House with Joe Biden and Kamala fucking Harris <laughs> for a week straight? Oh, my God. I would fucking lose my mind. Dude, they would lose their minds being stuck. Well, Joe Biden's already lost his mind, so it's not really anything. He might find it. Lose. He might find That's it true. if he's there for a week straight. He'd be like, oh, hey, look. There it is. He might have one of those... Uh, those moments of clarity. Did you ever see that movie? What was it? Awakenings. Yeah, with uh, De Niro. De Niro and uh, um, was it, that wasn't Robin Williams, I was think, it? I think it was Robin Williams. Yeah, I think. That don't sound right. I'm looking it up. Wasn't it Great Awakenings anyway, or just Awakenings? Just I think it was just Awakenings. 1990 uh, film. It, it was Robin Williams and De Niro. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Williams was a doctor. De Niro played one of the patients, but if you haven't seen the movie, boys and girls, uh, basically, Robin Williams was working with a bunch of uh, mentally ill patients that had just pretty much gone waking comatose. They didn't speak. They didn't really move. They had no recollection really what was going on, and he tried a bunch of uh, experimental stuff to get them to kind of wake back up, and then it, it, it worked, and then like pretty much the whole hospital came alive, and all these people that haven't had a conscious thought for decades at a time, all of a sudden did, and they were like playing. I remember, I, it's been a long, long time since I saw the movie, but it, I think I remember one part where they were playing like old music that was like hip when they were young, and they were all dancing like they were young again. And yeah. this is a really cool story. You got to hear all the stories about their lives and stuff. So maybe that Parkinson's. would happen to old Joe. It was Parkinson's disease was the, oh, was was the disease. That's what it says on Wikipedia. Okay, I, I didn't remember that. I just remember that they couldn't really talk or do anything. And the internet does not lie. We know that. So it's, oh, of course if it, not. If it says it on this little screen in front of me, you can take it to the bank for Absolutely. sure. Maybe if they have enough of the, uh, <sighs> they have enough of the uh, COVID shots, that's what woke them up. Who knows? Yeah. If you take all 300 of your shots, then maybe you have a chance to survive. <laughs> Uh, Parkinson's disease and all that other stuff. But I'm just looking at the trending now list. If you want to go down some things to talk about, we got, of course, the trade nickel situation. I don't know how much of you've seen of that, but it's pretty, pretty bad situation. You're, are you completely unplugged? You don't know anything about it, do you? I know that he was beaten to death by five uh, black police officers. Right. Yeah. African man beat. African American, excuse me. Sorry, he's probably not from the Congo. Uh, uh, beaten by five black cops, and uh, I don't know. To me, there's there's no good. There are no good things to take out of this. It's there's so many ne negative ways to take this, and a bunch of bad things, bad situation. Uh, but to me, the I won't say the worst. The second worst, obviously, the worst is just those five assholes who beat him to death for for really no need no need to take it that far anyways uh but the worst is the media reaction just just a typical like if somehow somehow they have managed to still make it a racial and white supremacy systematic racism issue when it's a five black cops and a black um assailant or victim or whatever you want to call it like it just 
it's just it's just gross. They they had they know no limits on how low they will go to continue to push their narratives that they want. It's just tragedy. It's tragedy. I did see that uh I saw a few tweets about it from you know the usual suspects and they're going like they're going really far, but they're being very careful, like our sweet, sweet AOC. Uh, oh, I didn't see what really, she said. She's going really far to push the police reform once again, but also being very careful not to use the word defund the police since mm, that yeah, was that their one... rallying cry last time, and then they got that shoved back in their fucking faces <laughs> and it all fell apart, and then they had to say, "We know, I never said defund the police. I never yeah. even said that. And then, of course, well, they all said it. You know, but now they're going very, they're being very careful to say, they're saying, she said something like, oh, well, we've increased the funding for police, but not pushed any of the reform and yet decreased the funding for this and this and this. So maybe it's time we look at seriously at police reform. Again, she's saying it without saying it so she can get away with it. Reform. Reform is going to be the new word. Um, which, you know, I, I think it's interesting that and obviously government controls a lot of things unfortunately in in our uh in our country that they shouldn't have their hands in but obviously police and fire and and military that's that's some of the more fundamental things that they have to be in control of but i find it curious that anytime there's a failure with either medic medicare which government has their their hands in a cookie jar on a failure in education which they have their hands in a cookie jar on their solution to any problem is what we need more funding. Send more money to it. More, 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 more. We got. It. We need more money to fix the problem. But when it comes to policing, it's like, no, nah, we don't need more money, more training, more, more uh, higher paid officers to get higher quality people to take that job. No, no, no. It's take the money away. I mean, if you take the money away, that's the problem. That's why they're taking whoever they can get because nobody wants these fucking jobs because number one, it's not worth the risk of your life and, and going to these crime riddled cities. And then number two, if you try to intervene, not talking about these five assholes because they took it too far, but if you try to do your job in a, in a normal way, well, you, you're, you're at risk of being called a, you know, a racist and, and losing your job and your hands are tied as a cop. So who the hell wants these jobs? Not me. I'll tell you that. Oh, no, definitely not me making it impossible. Uh, but, I mean, that's the thing. Is like You say you want police reform. I mean, I don't think you could argue against that at this point. But to reform any program requires funding. Yeah, you need more funding. Now, initially, at least, more funding. Now, maybe eventually, if you do it correctly, like any other business, which we know the government's not going to do because they can't. No. But in any other business, time you reform, you bring in, uh, well, they call it... Uh, consultants they brought in consultants told you already i deal with the goddamn customers i'm a people person the hell is wrong with you people <laughs> yeah so you bring in consultants in a business and yeah you reform your business but what you do really is you're trying to make it more streamlined and efficient so it has to be more uh productive and profitable if we were talking about that in the form of police well but again it costs money to bring in those consultants so those companies make an initial investment into improving the operations of their company with the end goal of cutting out payroll in the end or cutting down on some logistic opportunities or whatever, basically spend money to make money. The old uh, saying, you got to do the fucking same thing. Anything. If you want anything to get better, you got to pour money into it in 
first to figure out, okay, what is the best solution? And then once you get good at it, then you can fucking start pulling back on some of the strings. And then you can start saving money, which I'm all fucking for. Because, you know, we spend enough goddamn money in the government on every fucking thing. Not just, not any one program. We spend more than enough on everything. It all should be fucking awesome. And yet it all sucks. It should be a coveted job like it used to be. A coveted and respected job. And, and you should be able to, when you have bad actors in this field... You fire them, you charge them with, you know, whatever crimes they commit, and there's there's people right Which behind them did. ready to get in there. They, read, they did. They fired them immediately. I don't know how long ago this happened, but now they've been charged with uh, murder. Right. Which, from everything I've read, very looks, well deserved. It looks like it. Um, I've seen other people say, well, he ran from the cops. Okay, cool, but there was five of them. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was when I was saying. Like, there's no good, there's nothing good. Like, yes, he, you know, that that's that's going to go down a rabbit hole. Of whole nother thing is like, you, you know, as as parents, you need to teach your children to, you know, it, even if you're been fight them in the court of law, not on the streets. Like that, it's just you got to teach your kids. Do not start a fight with a cop who has a gun. Don't you know? Just and then deal with it later the best you can when you still have, you know, your your faculties and your life even. So. um yeah, it's a it's it's, it's a bad situation. I, I know emotions get high for both sides, and and um, everybody's recording now. It, it's just and you see the one guy that he was just recording them, and they ripped his ass down and and threw him down and cuffed him. It's like, man, what is? It was a really yeah. weird situation. I mean, I haven't I haven't really seen anybody defending the officers, and that, which generally you do get. You know, some on both sides of it or whatever, but I really haven't seen anybody defending what they did. So that no, kind of tells me right there that, you know. And there's a there's a mis well, I think there's a misconception for me personally with with um, police and overall you know uh, capital governance like that. Anyways, because you know most people try to split it right down the line of oh, all Republicans and conservatives they. They love all cops and, 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 you know, it's, it's the left that's against them and wants to defund them. It's not exactly true. There should be middle ground because as a conservative, you know, you believe in, you know, your freedoms, your rights, your liberties. And if a, and if a cop or anybody with, with uh, power quote unquote over you comes along and tries to infringe on that, that, I mean, in theory, that goes directly against what you, what you believe as a conservative a constitutional conservative. So, yeah, I, I don't want cops like overstepping their lines. And you should be able to say, hey, uh, when they ask you things, you're polite. You, you're you're doing what you're told up to a point of, yeah, you don't have the right to do that. And we got to remember that. It's not like, oh, just whatever they tell you. Government official, come along. Tell me. Ask me anything. And I'll do it. You want to search my car? You want to search my house? You want to search my, my emails? No, that's not how that works. So there's a middle ground to where respect, authority, but also, they need to respect your, you know, constitutional rights, and and uh, we can't just treat everything black and white like the media does. There's got to be a common ground that we can all find in the middle for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, it's always tough in those situations. But again, that like you said, it, this one's pretty clear cut. That like they abuse their power, and now they're going to stand trial for it as they should. And if the if the government or if the if the my government, if the court system finds them guilty, then they're guilty, and they should. They will. That's whatever punishment that they deserve by law. That's what they should get. 
I don't. I mean, really, if you just kind of go like that, there's not a lot of room for argument or pushback either way. I, it, it's nah. like you said, it's where they slant things or try to change things, and they change definitions of the word pandemic and recession or whatever to try to fit their fucking narrative. <laughs> that's that's really where we get in more trouble than anything. <laughs> I, one of the worst parts of being home stuck in ice for, for a week is like, you just spend way too, well, I, I don't, I never spend this much time on social media. It's like, this is, this is just going to, by the end of, by the end of this, I'm going to be wanting to throw my phone through the wall. But I did see some dumb bitch on TikTok or, or one of those things that popped up and she was literally talking about this uh, Tyree, Tyree Nichols situation. She was like, it, just your typical white liberal Karen. She was like, look, this is our fault. This is white people's fault. <laughs> like I'm just going off about oh how it's. God. I'm like you, fucking dumb cunt. You know what? If it's your fault, I would like to invite you to take yourself down to the police station and yeah, turn, turn yourself, yourself in. in. Go ahead. I wasn't part of it. As far as I can see from the videos, there were no white people involved in it. It's a tragedy, and these people making making it about color is just disgusting in the worst way. What's funny to me is all these white Karens. Um, they think that that makes endears them to the black population. Yeah. But in reality, black people see through your bullshit. They know when you're, they know when you're being, I hope so. They know when you're fucking, you know, when you're just saying dumb shit to fucking try to be fake (laughs) or try to get on their good side. They're not fooled. I mean, first of all, it's inherent in them not to trust white people to begin with, which how could you blame them? I mean, really, how could you blame them? So when you come out as fake like that, immediately they, they know, like, push comes to shove, you're not on their fucking side. They it's so funny. Yeah, they don't trust white people. And not We're not speaking for black people. They can, they can make up their own mind. But, like, in general, yes, you're right. But they'll completely trust government. <laughs> I mean, what is, like, they are just, like, what you try to tell, you know, we have black friends and we, we get into them with them sometimes. And, you try to explain some things, whether it's the vaccine or like some of these social programs that are supposed to be there to help them. And all they do is keep, you know, is promote uh, single motherhood, give them more money to kick the father out of the house. I just the, the abortion programs, but yada, yada, just on down the list, try to like tiptoe your way into these conversations and be like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't trust the government so much. They're probably not on your side, not to mention the vaccine program or the, uh, uh, sexual transmitted disease program they did in the 60s whatever where they shot them up with um shot the black people up with was it syphilis uh yeah but that was uh, i can't remember what exactly what that was a part of but yeah whatever they used they used them as guinea pigs so <laughs> despite all of this I mean, for some I, reason i can't remember if that was the muskegee experiments or what yeah sounds was. sounds right there's like 85 percent, almost 90 percent uh monolith african-americans vote democrat i i can't figure it out you know well we'll, maybe maybe someone can write in someone wants to come on the show african-american tell us about it i don't know i'd love to hear the reasoning because if it was me and the history of that i'd be looking sideways at every not only the police but every government official every democrat every republican every single fucking one of them (laughs) sideways every one of them i mean You'd think that you would just kind of use your logic and see that a lot of conservatives like us don't trust the fucking government. We don't fucking trust Whitey either up there in Washington. So 
If we don't fucking trust them, then surely you shouldn't fucking trust no, them. No, we hate the Republicans too. Come on. <laughs> Come on over. Let's hate them together. Yeah. Let's let's get let's get rid of all of them and get actual people in there. You know, they're still going to be corrupt crooks no matter what. But let's get the ones out that, I don't know, aren't fully full of shit and fully against the the Constitution. I don't know. I mean, they wouldn't have to be corrupt, but we'd have to overhaul the whole system. I don't know if you saw the <clears throat> study or no, it wasn't even a study. It was just the financial records that came out. I mean, the average American's portfolio is down like 125 percent. Yes. In the stock market. Fucking killing online. it. Yeah, and that the average uh, politician in Washington's portfolio is like up 150%. Oh, so what, somehow, what are the, what's the big pharma's portfolio looking like? How's that looking like these days? Strong to moderately strong, <laughs> yeah. Recorded, oh, did you did you see that story? Recorded fucking uh, the greatest profits they've ever fucking seen, and yet somehow all these politicians are making money hand over fist, but yet we're all losing at the same time, so they're the they're the greatest stock market handicappers of all time. <laughs> they just, you know what, they, they chose not to go to New York. They chose not to work in Wall Street or any of these big firms. They chose not to make millions upon millions upon millions of dollars a year. They chose to take a public service job that pays them about mm, 80 to 80 to whatever, 180 grand, whatever the fucking range is between the freshman congressman any senior senator or whatever, they chose to make that little pittance of money compared to the millions upon millions that they can make because they're so fucking good at Wall Street. They just pick all fucking winners. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, who wouldn't choose that over, you know, being a fucking multi, 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 multi-millionaire because you're so fucking good at picking stocks? You can win when everybody's fucking losing. When fucking Warren Buffett, the greatest stock trader of all time, is losing. You're fucking killing it, baby. That's how fucking good our government is at picking fucking stocks. So, did you see the Project Veritas hidden latest hidden camera thing they did on uh, the Pfizer exec that got no. busted? Uh uh Oh God. So the latest one, and you've probably seen these videos in the past. If you haven't, follow follow Project Veritas and, and the work they do over there. They're actually doing true journalism, investigative journalism over there, not like uh, most of our shitty media. Uh, but yeah, they caught another one on a fake date. Uh, you know, that's how they get all these, these, these people, they set them up with a fake date and just serve them drinks and they just start talking, spilling the beans. But basically I, I was trying to find a good, um, you know, uh, thing to, to read it, but they're, they're all just long paragraphs. So basically he was talking about how Pfizer is mutating the virus because they can't, they can't. They can't, they can't keep up with the mutations that the virus is naturally doing on its own fast enough. That's why when they come out with a new one, it's like, oh, shit, well, this doesn't work anymore. And they, and they need a new one, a new shot, a new shot. They can't do it fast enough to keep up with the mutation of the virus. So what they're, so what they're trying to do actually now is fucking gain a function with the virus, using it on, uh, on, on apes or some other animals to see if it works so they can get ahead of it. And this is literally, this is what the guy says. This is much like what they did in Wuhan. I mean, they're doing the same thing here that they were doing in Wuhan that created this whole pandemic, and they're doing it right here in Pfizer. What could yeah, go wrong? I actually did see it, uh, part of an article about that because they still have that on their website if you want to go look at that. 
It's on the Pfizer website where they've admitted that they're mutating to get gain of function. Mm -hmm. But yet YouTube still has banned that video. I guess it was, I didn't know what video <laughs> they were talking about, but I guess it's the one you're talking about. Probably. They banned that video from being shown, but yet still on Pfizer's website, if you dig far enough, it's still on there that they are using mutations to get gain of function for new variants time and time again. Um, I guess that they and they can say it's trying to catch up to whatever, but I mean, honestly, while I mean, if you're making record profits, it ain't broke. Don't fucking fix it, man. You're just gonna yeah. keep on selling these fucking shots to all these fucking people. And I know I sent you and our buddy that um, stat about the uh, football players, mm -hmm. young underage. athletes. Yep. Did you? Uh, let's see if I can look that back up. I mean, I I I haven't seen it broke down into the football players like the one you saw, but I've seen the other other one stats of you know the just astronomical stats of young, healthy athletes just dropping dead with or you know dropping with cardiac issues that sometimes lead to death, sometimes don't. Yeah, forty four current or former NFL players, <clears throat> age fifty or younger, have died since twenty twenty one. Say that again. Forty four. Current or former NFL players age 50 or younger have died since the start of 2021. Okay, and then the stat that I, and I don't remember if I sent this to y'all or not, but the stat that I've seen over the last couple of months, um, and I may, I may get the numbers not exactly right, but I'm sure they've changed by then. Also, over the last two years since, since the vaccine was, was produced and, and mass sent out, so about roughly two years, 1,100 young and they categorize it as young healthy athletes i think the cutoff age was 34. so under the age of 34 young and athletic like in some sort of athletic field 1100 had a cardiac arrest and and either died or you know had cardiac issues from from the collapse in the last two years the previous 35 years was that was how far you had to go back for the same number 1100. so in 35 years prior 1100 the two years since the vaccine 1100 nothing to see here guys it's probably just you know random statistics i mean that those are the type of like stats or trend lines that we uncovered during football research and we're like okay yeah. that's a bet that's or about, like, or you did the numbers wrong rerun your model yeah <laughs> because if that if that's true then that's a bet every time like oh fuck yeah we're, it's either that if that was a good trend, we're like, oh, that's a bet on every time that it comes up. We're betting it because more likely than not that we're going to win. Or if it's a fade trend, well, we're betting against it every time because those numbers are too under or overwhelming to not just blindly bet it. Because how, I mean, that if there's not something behind it creating it, if there's not some sort of real thing, and even sometimes we don't even know what it is, what's creating it, talking about football. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even really matter. Like you just, I would. Fucking, Who cares? Yeah, you just fucking give a it. shit. Yeah, just, just give me the money. That's fucking insane. Uh, oh, and why? Sports. Why is that? Why is that not a? Tr why is that not the number one story? Why? Because the athletes are themselves are not fucking making it the number one story. I'll why? Why isn't? Why isn't the media? Why isn't the media curious? All of the media. They're not gonna say shit about that. They know who know who butters so their why? bread. Why? They're paid? They, yeah, they're paid to fucking exactly. not, not fucking bring up bad shit about the fucking shot. They told everybody. They just spent two years telling everybody, you got to take the shot or you're a devil. Take the mm -hmm. shot. You're going to kill your grandma. Take the shot or you're a Nazi. Take the shot. Take the shot. Take the shot. I mean, people like Colin Cowherd, 
called Kirk Cousins a child on air because he wouldn't take the shot. And, you know, Kirk Cousins still hadn't taken the shot. He's still just fine. I mean, Cole Beasley, for God's sakes, he had to quit the NFL. They ran who, him the fuck out. Who was Colin Calvert? I remember yeah, that name. I, I think know. Didn't he die? I don't know. I haven't seen him in a while. The real version of him <laughs> did die, yes, yeah, some years back. But uh, <laughs> the fucking shell of a shill that he fucking still is is still on air doing show. But that That's really the time that I stopped watching him when he said that. I'm like, dude, that, that, that does it for me. But like said, you know Cole what? Cole Beasley got to come back and play. And yeah. contribute in the playoffs for the Bills. He got ran out of the league because he was like, yeah, I'm not putting this in my body. I don't give a fuck. fuck. Yeah. I'm not and good for him for standing by that. And But here's the deal. the Like you were talking about with Colin, that shit's, that shit's on internet forever. The Bastards of Babylon, it'll be on here forever unless they cancel us, which is very possible. Um, none of everybody, all the media. All the you know, calling people the the worst people in the world because they didn't get the show. This this will live forever. They will have to own this and relive this forever. So I'm so that's one of the good things about everything being you know instant and connected around the world is that it ain't going nowhere. And if you say something stupid, you got to own it. It's it ain't going nowhere. People got it saved, you know, yeah, on I mean, files. That's and why Rachel YouTube. Maddow had to be gone for almost a year because she literally said on air that this virus stops with every person that gets the shot. And then Everybody she comes did. back and makes $10 million a year. Yeah. I don't know. I she, can't figure it out. She had to fucking disappear though for a year just about for that, which crushed their fucking ratings because nobody else but that bitch draws on that network. How? Who watches her? Good Lord. If I you watch that. her and you happen to stumble across this, episode of bastards of babylon will you please email in we we can pop you right up here in the middle i don't know where like somewhere right there you'll 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 get to come in and, and speak your piece i just want to know like what is it do you like being lied to does it just feel better um is it do you think that we're just stupid or you know i just that's what gets me about you know these people is like you you try to engage in conversation with them politely sometimes you start politely there's no interest in dialogue. None. They just want to call you stupid and move along. Because they don't have anything real to say because all they do is repeat whatever these people say. They've done, they've looked into, they've not looked into it at all. They've done no research. They'll just say, just get the shot. Rachel said, if you take the shot, it stops the virus. And if you don't take the shot, you're part of the problem. Remember, it was a pandemic of the un unvaccinated. And that yeah. was, we were facing a winter of death because yeah. of that. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. now more people that are taking the shot are dying or have died than people that didn't. So again, and now old Joe's going to fucking, I uh, did see that he's going to end all the COVID emergency protocols on like May 11th or some bullshit like that. I guess that's just the magical day in which they're going to get rid of anything. There is not going to be no more. What, what I don't even know what protocol people are still following, but if you're still following some bullshit, Stay in place. Uh, like a mandatory yeah. protocol or something? Yeah, Any I, emergency at all. Like, it's all ending on May 11th. So, oh, okay. I, guess, I guess no more COVID testing at work. No more number no this, no more that, or whatever. Uh -huh, it's uh -huh. ending all of that now on May 11th. Um, yeah, I mean, they got to find a way to work themselves out of this shit. Which, by the way, I cannot believe. I cannot believe with all this mounting evidence through risk of being sued 
unless they just think it's too big to sue them all, but all these TV uh, networks that are still running these fucking ads for these shots, like, why are you still fucking advertising this shit? It is literally fucking killing people, and you're still advertising it and taking this money, which I get, you know, you're a business, you got to take the fucking money. I do understand that, but at some point, you got to be like, hey, guys, um, we're going to get our fucking ball suit off over here, but maybe they think everybody's going to get their ball suit off, well, and the government's going to take the brunt of it, or I don't know what the fuck they think. But either either way it goes, at the end of the day, the people that will pay the most are going to be Pfizer and them, obviously, which they're, I guarantee they're just they're paying out. All the executives are taking their shit and running, and then they're going to reserve a lot of this money back to pay these fucking lawsuits when they do come up. And then other than that, when the government gets fucking sued, which eventually it will, we'll pay the fucking bill for that shit. And all you dumbasses out there that fucking told everybody that they, and again, if you want to take the shot, makes you feel safe, that's fine. I don't have a problem. I ain't paying shit. Don't ain't fucking paying tell shit. me what I fucking have to do. They're not getting any of my money. Just like, just like I wouldn't pay any reparations. I, I never owned any slaves. I ain't paying shit. Well, you will one way or the other. Just like we're fucking paying for tanks to go to fucking Ukraine yeah. and every other goddamn thing. So that the, back to the pharma thing, that reminds me, and I don't remember if we talked about that on here or not, but you know that America is own is one of only two countries in, I'm trying to remember, I don't know if it's Canada or maybe UK, I don't remember. Nobody else plays as many um, drug commercials as we do. Like 75% oh, of man. commercials are pharmaceuticals. Like if you got this condition, if you got this condition, if you're feeling this, if you're feeling that, antidepressants, anxiety, um, just uh, Adderall, Tylenol. I mean, 75% of every commercial you see is selling you some kind of drug. That is, that's, what? That's not how it works. It's not It's not supposed to be the commercial sell the drug to the customer, then the customer goes to the doctor to ask for the drug. It's not how it works. It's supposed to be the customer goes to the doctor and the doctor recommends the drugs. We have it completely backwards in this country. We're completely ran by big pharma and it's, it's what could go wrong? We should change the show to what could go wrong. The what could go wrong show. <laughs> Inside of that is... Uh... You know, they hire these hot chicks that go around to all these doctor's offices. Oh, yeah. And they're, oh, yeah. you know, pharmaceutical sales reps. And, mm -hmm. man, these chicks make a fucking killing because they go in there with their tits hocked up, which, God mm -hmm. bless them. Oh, yeah. Um, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. And they go in there and they fucking say, hey, doc, what's going on today? Guess what? Mm -hmm. Guess what the new fucking thing that uh, XYZ Pharma Company is pushing? If, you know, people got fucking... You know, water leaking out of their buttholes. Just fucking prescribe this. And if you do, I'd really appreciate it. And how about I take you to lunch or, you know, show you my tits? Whatever. Uh, just make sure you prescribe this more than anything else. And uh, there's there's something in it at the end of the month for you. Hey, Doc, remember that blue pill I sold you a month ago? It's, I hope it's working out real well because <laughs> now I got this awesome pink pill that just tightens up everybody's vagina. So those two go hand in hand. We're going to have a big old party. Blue pill, pink pill. We're just rocking the whole world out. Hell yeah, man. That's and then the doctors get pimped out there. I mean, they're nothing but drug dealers at this point, too. When is that pill coming, by the way? We need that. Just <laughs> just take the take the pink pill and tighten that thing up. Oh man, it's gonna be fucking like don't, insta kegels. Don't think they're not working on it. Do not even think that they're not <laughs> pumping that into chimpanzees and seeing if that, that big red ass can tighten up behind them. 
Like, let's see if it shrinks that hole up at all. Coming new product from <sighs> Kaiser. Kegels. Mm-hmm. Insta Kegels. Is your vagina too large? Do you suffer from large mouth <laughs> vagina? <laughs> when, when you... St- does your husband complain that it feels like a hot dog going oh, down a God. hallway? Uh-huh. When you, <laughs> if you're nine months pregnant, do you fear that it'll just fall out when you sit down to go to the bathroom? Oh, Take God. our pink pill. It'll just, it'll tighten it right up. Yeah, that that's coming soon. Don't, don't, don't worry. Yeah, if it's not, it probably is on FGH now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can do it. There's your new commercial. Um, so talk about. The um, we just got back from Vegas. What were your uh, what were your big takeaways from our nineteen thousandth trip to to Vegas? Well, home away from home. <clears throat> uh, my biggest takeaway was their money, as almost always. So that's always fun. Um, yeah, we always do well. We always either break even or scratch a little back, and sometimes a lot back. It depends. Yeah. Um, so thanks for that, Vegas. I do always appreciate. You contributing to uh, our bankroll. Um, other than that, man, uh, it, it's I guess it's back to being like Vegas. It was fucking super crowded, uh, which I like. You know, I like when it's crowded out there. It's been kind of dead the last couple of years. People hadn't been coming, man. Now they're back with a goddamn vengeance out there. Maybe they should hire some more. I don't know workers then. With you know, yeah, a little it, bit of a little bit of a employee issue i noticed out there it's still rough on that part and i just wonder how much of that is people that don't want to work because i mean there's a lot of people in that town that do just odd jobs ubers and everything else just to make ends meet so i'm not sure how much the employee part or is it just the fact that these casinos got really fucking used to having a lower Mm -hmm. fucking overhead on labor and like look they're coming here anyway they gotta fucking sit down and eat anyway we're not a five-star restaurant so guess what if you're gonna fucking wait another thirty minutes on your fucking burger and a beer, kind of go fuck yourself. Well, even the tables is where I noticed it the most. I mean, like it wasn't uh, the re- the casino we were at. They never or I never saw both crap tables open um, with the whole yeah. time. I, I mean, and it was never like that. It was always both of them rocking. So. I don't know if it's just a. And it wasn't a, a lack uh, of gamblers. There were people with like three deep standing. Oh yeah, there's. So. There was just no no dealers, which I don't you know. I think they're a union, right? So maybe it's a union issue. Maybe they got some things going on there. Who knows? I don't know, man. Like I said, that that's that's definitely of, of the working class. That's definitely one of the most coveted jobs that you can possibly have, and it's not something that you really walk away from once you get your license to get in. It's not that easy. Um, get into the industry it damn sure isn't that easy to kind of work your way up the ranks to you know to a craps dealer that's one of the hardest games to deal obviously and then you know from mm-hmm. then on to pit boss floor manager and all the way up so i don't know that was weird that that was a weird thing on especially at that particular property we won't shout them out but not until uh, they give us free sh- yeah shit. at that particular property it was really weird that they didn't have more um because we've never been there. We're, like you said, both tables weren't fucking rolling. So that, that so was fun. what are you thinking about the summer trip to Vegas? Because I think old Daddy Longhorn wants to take a peruse down to the Strip and see what the lady situation's like over there. Yeah, I mean, I was looking at that. I think that uh, when we were going to the airport, um, 
yeah, you left on a different flight than I did. So when I was going there, I was in the Uber kind of paying attention, and we went by the Westgate, which is obviously where we go in the summer anyway to place our futures bet and get in all of our contests and stuff. So if you look at that, they've got the monorail that goes from there all the way around to the strip. So, I mean, we literally, we could stay there, do our business, and then hit the monorail. Have you seen the Westgate pool? Have not. I'm not seeing. We'll have to look that up and see what that situation. They looks do have like. the bonus craps, though. We saw that, so that's exciting. Oh, they do. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, we hmm. walk. Well, I guess I saw it. Anyway, we walked by the table. They had the bonus craps. I thought I pointed it out. Maybe I didn't. Um, and it wasn't. Their tables weren't any more expensive than anybody else's. So. Yeah. It is what it is. It's an idea. We can do that. Um. We got breaking news, by the way, in football. Um, Sean Payton is working out a deal. Well, Denver and New Orleans are working out a deal because apparently they're going to have to give New Orleans a first and maybe more, I don't know, just to get the coach, um, which I personally, I think that's a good move for Denver. And obviously, clearly, it's a good move for New Orleans and getting a free free pick. So, Yeah, and a decently high. I mean, obviously, Denver didn't have a very good – season this year so uh i'm in, i'm really interested in that because you know <clears throat> russ won't have any more excuses that's for sure um and i and you know you kind of do have to give him a little bit of a pass hackett was a fucking disaster there obviously what you you expect him to know that the that the play clock is 40 seconds he just started <laughs> he you gotta you gotta give him time to I figure knew. out yeah, I mean that was a. Have you ever seen the home crowd counting down a play oh, clock? God, That's that again. That will live with him for. I I bet you he he's never gets. A, he's already got a new job. At not a head coach. I bet you he never gets a head coaching job again. Oh no, yeah, you know he's he is uh, <clears throat> like McAdoo. Mm -hmm. He's in, he's in that. He's McAdooed. He got yeah, McAdooed. He got McAdooed. <laughs> he's in that range forever. Uh, now he'll always be. Or Jim Tom Sula? Jim Tom – no, Jim Tom Sula, was it, can't, he can't even be a coordinator. Oh, God. I'll, he was the the one that – remember he had that blank stare? Like he was confused? He would always be looking up at the sky like – No, that's Adam Gase. No, this was Tom Sula. It was that dumb old San Francisco coach, and he'd, be, yeah. he'd just be like – Yeah. Just long, <laughs> long pauses of confusion. And it's like, oh, buddy, whatever you're contemplating – you gotta be quicker, man. There's some more things going on here. You don't have time to stare into the stars and wonder what the fuck just happened. Let's go. That dude is a pretty good defensive line coach. I remember watching him. I was actually yeah. at a, yeah. a Redskin game, <clears throat> sitting right there on the sideline, and he was their defensive line coach. That I can't remember who they were even playing, but <clears throat> they made a stop. I can't remember somebody got a sack or something, and his little short, squatty, fat ass is just like standing on the sideline. <laughs> And he's just screaming, fuck him, yeah. fuck him, like yeah. that. And he's spitting everywhere, and I'm just laughing. <laughs> fuck him. That's what he's screaming at players. Now, that's some high-quality coaching right there. You high fuck quality. them all to hell. You fuck them to hell. That's what he was screaming. He's like, yeah, <laughs> fuck him, uh -huh. fuck him. Like, okay, well, coach, go. what do you think about me um, doing a little uh, A-B gap twist with, with the DN? <gasps> no, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee right, he had that's... no idea what play was called, right. what scheme they were running. He just but, knows that one of but... his guys that he coached 
Knock but coach, the quarterback down. The the tight ends chipping before he's releasing, and they're they're running, they're 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 dropping the running back into the a gap to help. With, with, okay, all right, we can do that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, bless oh. people. How did he get a fucking head coaching job? God, it's so fucking great. Yeah, it's uh. It's one of those mysteries, man, because those guys that are really good at it, or even the ones that don't turn out to be very good, but, you know, coaches don't last forever, so I don't judge coaches for getting fired. They all get fucking fired pretty much eventually. Like 99% of them get fired eventually. Right. But they all take it very seriously because you're one of 32. And they always like, if you listen to coach, like, you're one of 32, <clears> you're <throat> part of the fucking club, they welcome you into the brotherhood, you know, there's rivalries or whatever, and, yeah, there's a couple of guys that fucking hate each other, but for the most part, you know, they'll, they help each other out. They try to, you know, help the young guys. They do this, they do that. But when that guy walks in the fucking room, you know the other 31 are like, what the fuck, bro? Like, you just mm -hmm. took our whole shit down, mm -hmm. you know, by so many fuck. It's, it's like when fucking what's-his-name was out there with his goddamn khakis wrinkled up. They were four inches too long over his fucking shoes. Even Andy Reid and his goddamn Hawaiian shirts looking over there like, come on, bro. You're making this look like shit. Here's a here's a good if there's any young people listening to this like maybe you're maybe you're in the 15 which good God bless if you're that young listen you're 15 to early 20s here's a good lesson for you and this is this is a lesson that most of us learn eventually in our in our adult lives you are surrounded by mostly morons even the people who you think are and they are in positions of you know higher up they're making good money positions of power. You are mostly surrounded by morons. And the sooner you can learn that and, and you know, figure that out, because, like, these are NFL executives. These are, mil excuse me, billionaires hiring these people, and they're making some of the stupidest decisions. And all around you in every industry, no matter what, the small industries to the big industries, you're mostly surrounded by morons. So if you, if you can figure that out, navigate your way through that around that you manipulate it whatever you got to do use it and and you know propel your career because don't here's don't think that people are just because they're in positions of power or up the ladder from you that they're smarter than you okay so be smarter and just take their job because mostly they're they're dumb i will say to defend san francisco in that particular position as i do remember it they were in a really Big transition as far as a franchise, going through a total rebuild. Uh, Harbaugh just left. And really, it was kind of like, like a, a tank. You think it was a tank job? Oh, 100%. Yeah. And, and, and look, that's probably, that could be a, that would be playing because, chess. Because, because San Francisco is, <clears throat> let's be honest, perennially one of the best organizations in all of football. Mm -hmm. They don't make a lot of stupid decisions. I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt on that. I, you're, you're right. If it was, um, you know, Cleveland. No, yeah. I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt on that. No, they hired uh, whoop, whoop, whoop to hell. Whoop to hell. Whoop to hell. What's that's another dude that's a Ben McAdoo dude. Was it Kitchens? Freddie Kitchens? Yeah, McAdoo Kitchens. Yeah. yeah, so he's a he's a and by all accounts, good coordinator, good coach, whatever. That just needs to be his job. And he's look, probably man, still in the league. He's yeah. probably still in the league somewhere. What's I'll his name? Freddie Kitchens. Freddie Kitchens, isn't it? What about that, Freddie Prince Jr.? No, that's not it. Freddie. Not that <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Tom Sula was a lifer there at San Francisco. He knew all the Cook's names and the fucking Wilma at the front desk and all the shit that he said. Like, he literally was a little South guy. South Carolina? Oh, he dropped down to college ball. Oh, did he? 
What's yeah, he doing there? So. Offensive coordinator? Um, hmm. Um, I don't know. I'll get back to you. All right. Hard to either, say. Either way, Tom, that was more like a lifetime achievement award for them. They knew they weren't, you know, going to keep him. They knew they weren't, you know, that wasn't their answer. Um, but you can say the same thing in Houston when they promoted their guy the year before last. But then this last year, they hired fucking Lovey Smith for another one year basic tank job, which I didn't understand. I mean, Lovey Smith's a good dude or whatever. He's always been a stand up guy. I've never heard I've never heard anybody ever say a bad word about Lovey Smith. You know, he had a great run in Chicago. He sucked balls at Illinois. Like, God damn, they were so bad while he was there. Great beard. Great Fantastic beard. Fantastic beard. Oh, my God. Great dude. Uh, players <laughs> always love him. But I didn't understand that higher standard because, again, you're going to go with another one year. Why wouldn't you just keep the dude that you already had? Unless David Culley just said, guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity. I do not want to do this again for another year. I'm a little older. I'd like to move on to something. Unless it was David Culley said, hey, I just don't want to be here anymore. Then, okay, you need another one-year stopgap or whatever. Have they hired a coach yet? Um, No, because I think the last I heard, are oh, they the ones right. that – They're, they're going to hire D'Amico Ryan. Ryan's, yeah, yeah. They're going to get Ryan. So, yeah. I, that, that, I think, is – well, <clears throat> I know it's a fantastic hire. I don't know if it's going to work out. Like I said, 99% of these guys don't. So, again, I don't judge them from getting fired. Yeah. But I think it's a fantastic hire for organization. But I think they need somebody like a Dan Campbell to come in and, if nothing else, if nothing else, stabilize things, get people fired up, change around the culture a little bit. He's a fan favorite. He's one of the best players they've ever had for that shitty organization. So you're already going to have public support. You're already going to have player buy-in. They know he can fucking play. He obviously has done a fantastic job in San Francisco. Their defense, honestly, was better under him than they were under the previous guy that's the uh, coaching at the Jets now in Sala. So, yeah, it's a great hire. I mean, it's that all you can do is hire what you think is a great hire, and you move on. Now, now it's going to be a great hire. It's not. Now, whether it works out, I don't know. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, if, I, if I was running a team, would I go with a defensive coach no i would go with a offensive coach to to pair up with a young quarterback but they don't even have the young quarterback either so <laughs> you know <laughs> they, they got some work to do there and uh they're in houston for sure uh, so i think that's another reason why that's a great hire too because again there's zero expectations you're blowing it up you're starting there's there's not one player on that team that is not that he can't walk in there and if they get the wrong attitude he can't say get the fuck out of here and I imagine he will. Player. I imagine oh, he, no, will he will clean will, house. That, I mean, he might as well trade. He might as well trade Tunsil, who's making oh, a yeah. shit a shitload of money, and you can still well, probably make, get. He's not making as much right now, but he's uh, he's he's already came out and said that he's not going to play again unless he's the highest paid tackle in all of football. Is this so, contract up? That's getting. I, I thought they got like a year. I thought they just signed him not too long ago. I don't know. I heard some. I thought that too, but then I heard the story about that that he's he's gonna want to demand number one tackle money. Okay, buddy. Well, tear your ass and go see if you. Can I find thought it. he already got it. I thought that that when O uh O'Neal is that his name? O'Brien. I thought that they. Yeah, I thought they gave him stupid stupid money here. We can look it up on Spotrack. We'll find that, out exactly I think that they, what he's he got. He did definitely get an extension, but I'm not sure. 
mean, that was some year. I mean, Jesus, O'Brien's been gone for years. His current con, well, I don't know if that's current, but it says three years, 66 million left. Um, he's a free agent in 20, 2024. So yeah, you're right. So, so he, yeah, so he's got one year left now because that, and he's only 28. So actually he's the perfect candidate to trade. Let some other team that needs to tackle, yeah. take him on, give him money and, um, and just, and you know, do the rebuild. Yeah. I mean, again, there, there's not a single player on that team that he can't just say, Hey, get the fuck out of here. Not one. Yeah. Yeah, he's got he's gonna make eighteen point five million in twenty twenty three, the upcoming season, and then he is a free agent. So yeah, he's he's about to get dealt. <laughs> Just mark that down. He's being traded. Yeah, because he he's already his him I won't say him, his agent is already laying the groundwork saying, Hey, <clears throat> make our guy the highest pay, make my guy the highest paid tackle in football or kiss our ass. It says he's self repped on here. Okay. Well, maybe it is him then. I don't know. Or maybe his maybe his <clears throat> his people. You know, if it's your people, then you don't have to pay your people ten but to fifteen percent that you pay an agent. I would, uh, I would argue though, if I was Tunsil, I'd do the same fucking thing. It's like, look, if you want me to stay here in this shithole with this rebuild, <clears throat> then yeah, you're gonna fucking pay me. Otherwise, you can fucking trade me down the line or cut me loose, or I can go make some money and actually win some football games because I'm not getting any younger. I mean, does it really matter for tackles? I mean, I don't want to spin off too much into this, but like for offensive linemen, just you're just fucking blocking every. It's not like a receiver where like it sucks because you don't get the ball. Trent Williams. Yeah, if you really, really care about winning, then <clears throat> then yeah. But you know, like after a decade of losing and <clears throat> fucking, does Tunsil strike you as a guy that really? I mean, the the gas mask fucking bong guy. You think he really cares about winning that much? No, but I mean, you know, Trent, Trent Williams got busted for a pot, a positive pot test when he was younger too. I, I mean, Tunsil, remember, was the f- number one yeah. tackle coming out of co- or high school and went to Ole Miss because they were handing out bags back then. Remember bags. that? Fucking remember that? DK Metcalf, him, uh, who oh, was the other God. receiver. Go down the list. There was a fucking shitload of AJ oh, Brown. AJ Brown. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just just down defensive players. They were handing out bags. So if he really wanted to win. Imagine he would have went to back then, Alabama, uh, LSU was probably in their you know run, uh, um, which was yeah. so funny because I remember Saban and uh, who's that fucking Gollum looking dude? Oh, Feinbaum, uh, Gollum, <laughs> Feinbaum does look like Gollum, let's be okay. honest. All right, um. Uh, <laughs> But I remember them both saying, like, off-color comments as far as, like, not flat-out accusing them, but just basically saying, huh, it's kind of uh, kind of weird. Ole Miss is getting all these uh, number one recruits all of a sudden. Guess guess they really got something cooking there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, basically, like, is anybody going to? Yeah. Of course, I mean, Saban and all that, they can't say this is before the NIL and all this. So everybody can't throw too many goddamn rocks when you live in such a big fucking glass house. So they can't just come out and say you're fucking cheating, but everybody knew. Like, yeah. nobody goes to old Miss. <clears throat> everybody knew that was coming. And AJ Brown, imagine that. Those beasts of men. Did they I think were they beasts had, when they were eighteen? Didn't they? Wasn't that when MDJ was there? And yes, uh, or yes, yeah, they had and some all. other. They had them I mean, all. They, and didn't win shit. Oh, because they're <clears throat> fucking old Miss. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Bo Nix. Speaking of next uh, up, boys and girls, a little college note for you. If you mm-hmm. want an early, good 
I'm gonna say long shot, but a good not odds on favorite for a Heisman mm-hmm. bet. Bo Nix is gonna be my early pick because he is gonna be a four-time senior, I think, at this point. At only, uh, Oregon, and the only college player who can draw Social Security as soon as he leaves college. Well, straight from college, Social Security. Uh, Stetson Bennett has been on Social Security for at least three years now. So he just got arrested in Dallas, by the way. Yeah, which. I did read something that was very dangerous for him to even be in Dallas. There was already a warrant out for his arrest. Oh, God. In Dallas, yeah. Actually, it was in Fort Worth. It was for the murder of TCU. It had a warrant mm, out for his yeah. arrest for that. All right. You, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <sighs> oh, if, I, if I could, I would X out of this show right now. <laughs> I would just turn it off. My God. Yeah, oh. no, He apparently he likes to drink, but... Who doesn't? He's 35 years old. He is 23? He's 26, sir. He's 26? Every every quarterback that was in the AFC and NFC Championship games this last weekend is younger than him. Every single one. Oh, my God. Yeah. He has – everybody knows he has zero chance to get drafted, right? Uh, I won't say zero. I'm going to say zero. I mean, Brock Purdy got drafted. Brock Purdy wasn't 27 at the time no, of the draft wasn't. and coming off being arrested. No, but he also and, wasn't coming off two straight national championships. And, and and let's see how big how big do you think Stetson Bennett? Stetson, what a stupidness. Stetson. Okay. It's weird. Uh, I'm going to say he is six foot two and 215. Oh, pounds. no fucking way. I have, I'm still typing his name, so I, I'm not cheating. Stetson Bennett's size. There's no way he's six two. Let's see. He can move a little bit. Ah, you're just a little off. 5'11", 190. A little off. He is not getting drafted. Probably not. <laughs> I'd still throw a dart in the fifth or sixth round. Why I mean, not? fuck, who cares? I mean, yeah, it's not – I mean, yeah. I mean, but... Chad fucking Henney got drafted in the first round. He was 27 goddamn years old. It was ridiculous. Chad Henney? Or is, who am I thinking about? Probably – uh Oh, no, fuck, now I remember. Chris Heinke? Heinke? Hinky. Hinky. Whatever. Chris Hinky was 27. He got drafted in the first round by stupid Vikings. Here, if they have a stupid name, if it's not Roethlisberger, they don't draft him. That's the only stupid name quarterback with success. Right? Let me think. Yeah, but Bennett's not a stupid last name. Stetson is stupid. Yeah, but Bennett's a stupid not. name. I mean, it might him, as well be. People call him Bennett. They call him Mahomes. They don't call him Patrick. Well, well, you get called by your last name. You do, unless you got a stupid first name, and then I'm going to call you by your stupid first name. <laughs> and Stetson is stupid. I mean, you don't get any more white uh, college dorm douchey than that. That's What's up, Stetson, true. bro? What's up, Stetson? We're gonna kill some. We're gonna kill some twang, bro. Let's go out. <laughs> gonna do this. There's no doubt that dude killed so much pussy <laughs> at the university. He's got to be careful. I mean, at his age, oh he's got to be God. careful. Yeah. He, he, he better be checking to... IDs, Stetson. Yeah, he'd go to prison at this point. <laughs> yeah, but there's also no doubt that if he was drinking and driving in Athens, which I'm assuming he's done a million times, there would be no, no. arrest. But because he was in Dallas, like. Uh, you the boy just kicked shit out of TCU. Mm-hmm. Hmm, I almost need you to step out the car. Yeah, he might not want to go down. <laughs> he might not want to go down to the stockyards. I can tell you that. 
Get that, get that Stetson ass fucking, real quick. They're gonna find him buried in one of those fucking pens on the stockyard and underneath some fucking hay and bullshit. Oh, I don't want to get out of here without talking about. Did you see the transgender ice skating incident? Because you know, I, every show I've got a, my war against the uh, the transgenders. It's it's ongoing. Did you see this? I thought that every ice skater was transgender. Is that not how that works? Why is this not pulling up on Google immediately? Ice? I mean, how many transgender ice skating people can there be? Well, while you're waiting on that, I got one thing I want to bring up real quick. Uh, It was probably my favorite Twitter post I've seen in a long time. You know how nobody can afford eggs right now? You know how eggs Eggs. are like $6 a fucking dozen? What about eggs? What about eggs? But our fucking president posted on Twitter, on his account, him sitting... In an electric vehicle, there's this big-ass SUV, and he's like, just think about it. We're making it to where you could haul your family around cross-country, an electric vehicle. This vehicle priced the MSRP at $92,000. Oh Jesus Christ. And he's, sitting, he's got a, that big, dumb bod smile, and he's got his mm-hmm. sunglasses on, just mm-hmm. looking like a big old fucking pedophile that he is. Oh, yeah, big dumb. And he big posted, time. like... You talk about not reading the fucking room, dude. Eggs are six dollars a goddamn dozen, and you're posting a picture bragging that you're gonna try to sell us a ninety-two thousand dollar electric fucking station wagon. What the fuck? But don't worry, the government will subsidize some of that. They'll give you ten grand off. It's only gonna cost oh, you eighty-two. But there's a fucking catch to that. If you make enough money. To actually be able to afford that payment, mm-hmm. you don't get the ten thousand off. Mm-hmm. You get to pay the whole fucking thing. Now, if you don't make enough money, so in other words, you're gonna lo- take a loan out. If somebody would give you this loan, which they won't, but if they did, if you went to <laughs> yankemcars.com, right, Yank for em. example, they'll they'll fucking sell you that car, and then they'll yank that motherfucker right back from you when you can't make a goddamn payment because you make fucking thirty grand a year, and you still and you still can't even. So then you have no. Way to drive to the store to even not be able to afford to put eggs in your fucking car. Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, like, I retweeted. I was like, he's literally laughing at us. Like, they're literally shoving it in our face that they're making our food source so fucking expensive. They're going to wean us off milk and dairy products. They're going to sell. That's why Bill Gates is buying up all this goddamn. I'm not going into this right now, but. They're they're yeah. literally just laughing in our fucking <clears throat> face at this. They're laughing in our face. Well, the bugs are going to be real good when they force everybody to eat the bugs. So, like, we got to make make all you peasants eat the bugs so that so that we can have the steak and the eggs and the all the good shit. Like, save that for the important people. All you peasants, dig in that dirt, scrape oh. up the ice, get some get some good protein from the ground. That's that's good for you. If anybody <clears throat> thought that The Hunger Games was just a movie and not a blueprint, I oh, would God. invite you to go watch it again. Man, Hunger Games, The Matrix, um, The Terminator. I mean, I boy, when when art becomes reality, we are fucked for sure. Um, <laughs> speaking of reality or not reality, I just really want to touch on this topic. I thought topic. you were going to say speaking of art. <clears throat> huh? I thought you were going to say speaking of art. No? Yeah, well, it's it could be... A tragic work of art. Uh, depending on the, art? Yeah, a little bit. <clears throat> it's definitely performance art. I mean, big time. <laughs> um, so 
I've been getting into arguments with people all day at, during this ice storm about this uh, figure skater, quote unquote. He is a 59-year-old transgender man. It's a little old, isn't it? Yeah, it's a little old. It's a little, and and you know, he just he just transformed or whatever uh, three years ago, roughly. Decided he wanted to be a figure skater. He's got the body of a truck driver, um, and <laughs> and and he looks as ridiculous as you can picture. And this is in Finland, by the way. He looks as ridiculous as you. Whatever is in your mind of what he looks like, picture that with some terrible makeup on. And a terrible butch haircut, and you got it. Um, and and he goes out there, and they're all just, oh, the bravery. This is just a, a special moment. He gets out there and he busts his ass on the fucking ice. He falls down. He can't get. He can't get up because you know he's, he's old. A old. He's a fucking old man. And we're supposed to just take this as a beautiful moment. And I. You know, I feel, and like I've been posting online and getting into arguments with people all day who won't come on the show, by the way. As soon as I ask them to come on the show, they won't do it. But this is their fault. You caused this. This this is sad. I should be able to feel sorry for this guy and direct this guy to get the proper mental help that he needs. But because you assholes are out here celebrating this, promoting this, encouraging this, this is what you get. You push them in front of our face. Sorry, we're going to laugh at it and say, hey, stop encouraging him. Let him get help so that we can all get back to normal, you know, men or men, women or women around here. It's a fucking old man on the ice. He's 60 years old. He falls down. What are we doing? Is he trying to qualify for the Olympics? What is it, this? No, is it wasn't like a, it was event? it was a how is it? It was explained to me and this this lady, this fucking dumb, you know, Dutch woman or whoever lady. the fuck she was. Yeah, she thought she was making some good point about this is. This was a celebration of diversity, and oh, I don't remember what else. She was, she was like, "It was a beautiful." Moment. I'm like, oh, "I didn't, I didn't know the diversity needed celebration." Like, we all know that there are different people all over the world, different shapes, different sizes, different colors, different ages. We don't force things into different boxes and put it and celebrate it just because it's different. I mean, we don't need to see a six year old man dressed like a woman fall down on the ice to understand that people are different. We don't we don't need that. And, you know, it just it spun off from there. I mean, if there's any sport or events, you don't call it sport fine, any event that doesn't lack diversity, it's fucking figure skating for Christ's sake. You've got people from all over the world that do it. You have tiny <clears> little <throat> girls that are like 13 to like I think you age out of like 18, first of all. And they, and these are some of those most athletic badass bitches on the mm -hmm. fucking planet. Absolutely. And, and they beautiful. fucking and they fucking and it's beautiful to watch. Time out at 18. And then you've got a horde of gay dudes that fucking figure shape. I mean, I guess some of them are straight, a few, some. There's some married couples that fucking uh, figure skate together. There's mixed mm -hmm. race married couples that figure skate together. I've seen all like if there's any fucking event that doesn't need yeah, but what about the trans? What about the trans? I mean, we already saw that. It was called Blades <laughs> of Steel or Blades of Glory. Glory? Yeah. Blades of Glory and uh -huh. Will Ferrell and fucking Napoleon uh, Dynamite. Yeah, and yeah. they skated as an all-male, uh, you know, couple. And they got <laughs> pushed idiot. back. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? They pulled off the fucking uh, Iron Lotus or whatever it was. So The Triple Lux Lotus, whatever it is. Um, the, iron, the iron lotus where he almost got his head cut off. No. 
it's just, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I hope, you know, just like how all these go, I hope that some man who, a real man who doesn't make qualification in Olympics, like he just misses the cut for the men's skating. I hope he decides at that moment that, hey, guess what? I'm a woman. Jumps over to the woman's side and just fucking takes all the gold. I hope that's what happens. I don't know much. Leah Thomas this bitch up. Leah Thomas every (laughs) fucking sport so we can get rid of this madness. We can get lesbians on our side and we can end this trans bullshit. I don't even, I don't know enough about, I mean, I know swimming's, I mean, it's simple physics or whatever swimming. So of course a dude's going to win. That that can swim. I would not beat any one of those ladies. I would look like a fucking drowning rat swimming compared to all those fantastic athletes. But you know, any dude that can actually swim is going to crush them. I don't know in figure skating if they could crush those ladies because it's such like yeah, um, it's a it's skill. So subjective. It's just and it's just skill. So, but uh, maybe maybe the well, I don't know. That's we don't know enough about ice skating to actually answer this. So yeah, because I mean it, they they have things they grade on as far as like the 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 technicality of the dance. I've heard that term. I've I've heard the you know the different jumps or whatever. But it's also like part of their form, part of their grace, and all this like. There's a lot of shit that goes into that, and just because you're a dude <clears throat> out there skating against women, I yeah. don't know that you win. I mean, yeah, I'm sure you could jump higher and do half of more lucks or whatever the fuck that means, mm-hmm. but I don't know that that wins. But what if you do that, and then you're wearing the leotard, and one of your balls falls out? I mean, does that is that a deduction? Is that a <laughs> do they add points for that? Take them away? Who knows? I don't know the grading system. We don't watch skating. It's hard to say. I mean, I I would have to say that. That would have to come off on your landing, like you landed and a ball popped out. Like that makes it a little bit not clean. I mean, ah, Jim, I don't know, Jim. This is uh, getting Jim, good. I don't know, Jim. I don't know. This Jim. is like it's a. It's, you'd think he'd be more aerodynamic. A lot of hair on those balls, Jim. I don't know. Jim, I don't know. It looks like his ball popped out at the end. I don't know. Is the ball moving, Jim? I don't know. It looks like the ball's moving. <laughs> what else you got? What else Who's you got? The Super Bowl. Who's calling the Super Bowl? Is it Tony? Mm. Fuck, I don't know. I never pay attention to that. They're, usually, I'm at a house party and you can't hear any of the. Yeah, yeah I know. I which I hate. I like I like watching football in a cave by myself and no distractions. I don't <clears> but the Super Bowl, just because it's. it's <clears> really, I mean, sometimes it get, it's a good game, but when it is a good game, of the fourth, like everybody kind of shuts up and gets into it. So yeah, then, you know, everybody kind of everybody kind of calms down with it at that point. But yeah, the first half, like if you're looking for details, you're not going to see any of because everybody's. Talking and let's, drinking and let's see what network. I'll, I'll look at what network has and then we'll we'll probably be able to figure it out from I, there. I'm pretty sure it's not. Uh, I know it's not ESPN because Troy and Joe are done for the year, so they're not getting it. So I'm not sure. Miko Ryan's to the uh, Texans. Oh, that's official? officially by the nice. way. Um, good hire. Good hire. You know. They could just make it a little easier to look things up. That would be fantastic. If only there was a search engine that had a thing that just said search. And was like, I mean, yeah, I understand. I've got all the information in the world at the tip of my <laughs> fingertips. Can it not take more than three and a half seconds for me to get it? I mean, what are we doing here? All right, let's click on Super Bowl, which is two weeks away. Two weeks, Turkish. Two weeks. It says the 12th. Is that when it is? Sounds right. <clears throat> um, Fox. Who does Fox? 
Oh, shit, that's uh, Greg Olson, isn't it? Oh, Greg Olson's awesome. Yeah, he is really good. And Tariko? The Tariko yeah, and... I think, yeah, I think it's Tariko and Olson, yeah. Yeah, that'll be a good one. That'll be a real good one. Yeah, he, he's actually... He's uh, very Romo-esque, where he's like... He kind of shows... Um, it's not... He doesn't really do the the pre-play as much as he'll do, like, the dissecting. Like, I don't know. I saw him do one thing where he's like, all right, when this guy goes here, that's his initial key. And he was showing how the quarterback didn't read his initial key and went the wrong place with the ball. And he's like, you have to see this. Like, you have to see that initial key. And then that guy's going over there. It might have been a Cowboy game. And he was talking about Dak. I can't remember. But, yeah, he takes you into the – he takes you onto the sideline. And, like, it, like when you see the coaches and they're on the sideline drawing up plays or looking at the, the board, he takes you into that world, which is really cool. Not a lot of people can do that on the fly like that, which is really – really yeah. difficult so <clears throat> yep two more weeks super bowl um you know i i don't i oh i wanted to bring that up obviously we love patrick mahomes or you know i've, I've always liked him I, I liked his story uh but the jalen hurts thing that dude is impossible not to like jalen hurts from what happened to him from his up if you know and they'll do a million stories on him oh, in yeah. the super bowl but like his his upbringing you know, the son of a coach, great, you know, great, strong father figure uh, to the way he handled the adversity at Alabama, moving on, never a fucking bad word from that dude, always working hard, always, you know, trying to get better. I, I don't know if I even have a rooting interest in the Super Bowl, honestly. We'll have a rooting interest on, on you know, who we bet on, but as far as, like, who I want to win, can't go wrong here. I, I love both these players. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind <clears> – <throat> I don't mind the team, Philadelphia. I hate their fucking fans. Yeah, sure. the fans are fucking assholes. But uh, Yeah, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, I, I always love to see the best win. Just like I always love to see Brady win. I would love to see Mahomes get another one. Um, that would not bother me at all. Yeah. He is by far the best quarterback. And I mean, God. this team should not be. They should not be in the Super Bowl. They shouldn't. But he's just that fucking good, man. It's fucking retarded, the shit that he does. And the way he does it. And even with the I mean, injury now. touchdown pass that he threw. To was it Scantling who was Scantling, sitting on his he, ass? It's kind of sideways, and he just freaking flung it on a laser. And this dude's sitting on his ass in the end zone, and like literally, if it was any other quarterback, that defensive back gets a hand on it. If it's most quarterbacks, he intercepts it. <clears throat> He's just uh -huh. special. Yeah, he, he, he makes the special plays that only the special select couple, maybe few, can do. Like it's just yeah. very. And he and and he's fortunate, and we've talked about this on some of our football podcasts. Which you know, if you if you subscribe to the Revolution Network, you'll get the uh, the uh, football glory hole in your feed, and you can listen to our exclusive football stuff. But we've talked about that in the past about how you know matching up quarterbacks with coaches and systems is so important. If Mahomes gets drafted by you know Houston or you know a shitty coach or a bad coach. This doesn't happen. If Montana gets drafted by a shitty team and doesn't get hooked up with Walsh, like where you go and who you're with is so important as the quarterback. It, it's kind of, I don't know, it's most of it. It's almost most of it. Not not some of it, not have it's almost most of it. Brady with Belichick, he never he he may have turned into a starter, he may have been good, but not seven times Super Bowl champ, Brady. I'll say the beginning of their career. To get them on the track, it's probably 90% of it. Mm -hmm. Now, once they get there and on the track, sure, that's yeah. when the special ones 
can maintain mm-hmm. that level of greatness, no matter if the coach moves on. Right. Players, what I mean, Tyreek Hill moved on and they got more efficient on offense. Like they lost one of the best receivers in football and they got more efficient on offense than mm-hmm. they were last year. So mm-hmm. that that's all a credit to that dude, <clears throat> how awesome he is. Uh, but yeah, Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. nothing but mad respect for that kid. I had zero hope, zero hope he would ever be an NFL, like a real starting quarter. I knew he'd start eventually, but not like a real successful one. I mean, in Alabama, he literally couldn't throw the ball. You know, he had terrible coaching there. They don't coach their quarterbacks very well there. Uh, he went to Oklahoma, which everybody's like, Link, oh, Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley, he probably deserves a lot of credit for that, though. No, some. not really. I mean, yeah. some, but they don't coach their quarterbacks well there either. Like, he's literally overcome bad coaching his whole life. Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call Lincoln a. He's not. He didn't. He wouldn't go backwards as from far, being with Lincoln Riley. Like as far as a bad quarterback coach, he's a way better offensive coach than what he had at Alabama. And Lincoln Riley can put you in situations for you to be successful, but not necessarily make you technically a really better quarterback. I mean, but because Baker came out, he's never progressed. He's never gotten any better than what he was in Oklahoma. Uh, Kyler Murray's never gotten any better than what he was at Oklahoma. You know, they all had these kids, but this kid took went from Alabama, took it to Oklahoma, what he learned there, then he got to the pros, and he looked like shit early on, but he mm-hmm. worked his balls off, and he got better at all the things he was deficient in, and now here he fucking is. So, yeah, 100% kudos to that kid. Nothing but mad respect for him. Uh, again, prove me wrong 100%. This kid can absolutely fucking play. He is. I said it early, early, early on this year. I truly think he's the best running quarterback I've ever seen. He's better than Michael Vick. He's better than Lamar Jackson. I'm talking about just physically running the football. He's just better than them. He's not faster than them. He's not quicker than them. He just has a style to himself that fits NFL better than any of them. As far I think, as like I think Field. I think him and Fields have the same style. Uh, Lamar's his own. Like he's a, he's just his own. Fields uh, reminds me more of Vick, where it's like he can just explode on certain spots. Fields? Or whatever. Yeah. I think Fields and Hurts, they can both run with power inside, outside, vision, you know, and, and you know, bounce, they can bounce off some tackles to create if they choose to. I mean, yeah. Hurts, Hurts has been actually smarter about not taking those shots. We'll see if Fields can, since, can def- figure that out. Definitely since the injury, for sure. I mean, yeah, you can't. game against San Francisco, he was sliding, he was ducking, he was dodging right. until the one run where he knew he had to have it. Right. He yeah. ran through the line, spun around the guy, and then he didn't go out of bounds. He fucking turned it up. He took the hit, but he made the play that he knew that he had to make at that point of the game. And that's really all you can ask of him. So that mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm excited to see it. Um Yeah, it'll be a good I'm, game. Um, you know, excited for our future tickets on the Eagles for sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean I won't I won't cry if they win, that's for damn sure. No, uh, surely not. You wanna get us out of here? All right, boys and girls, that's been another fabulous episode of the Bastards of Babylon. Like my buddy said, uh, tune in and subscribe to the Revolution Network. You get a football glory hole. You get this awesome show. You get uh, football and freedom, my buddy Longhorn. The I mean it. We're going to start all those back up here uh, pretty damn quick. Football's winding yeah. down. so We're going to crank these to... out more. Crank more yeah. of these out. You get to see our ugly faces more and more. Good. I mean, Lucky you. Who could ask for anything more? Who could ask for anything more? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys and girls, see you next week.